Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Thomas Curtis. Less than two years ago, Thomas was self-employed in the network marketing industry just to pay his bills. He was also part-time in real estate, struggling to do even 10 deals a year. Knowing that he had to be successful, he had to commit 100% to real estate. So he joined coaching and left his other part-time jobs. In just eight months, he's now on track to close 60 deals in 2016. Having had his own personal experience in the market crash in 2007, he vowed to be the change in his family. Thomas is also a full-time dad to his 10-year-old daughter, a Sunday school teacher, and band member at his church. He loves participating in Spartan and Tough Mudder events and volunteers with three international nonprofit organizations. Now, let's welcome Thomas to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. Man, listening to your uh, bio, Thomas, I feel like a major slacker. Holy tamale, you do those <laughs> crazy Spartan events? That's insane. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. (laughs) Well, listen, welcome uh, to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Thank you for being my co-host. And first of all, I want to start out by congratulating you on all of your success. We need to give props where props are due, and our great coach, Bill Bird, certainly has been, um, I think, a a good match for you as far as a coach. So, Bill, I know you're listening. Fantastic job. I'm sure Thomas will concur. Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm, uh, very pleased, Uh, not not just as a coach, but, I think uh, we've we've uh, clicked very well together, and we've actually have you know grown a good friendship there. I mean, the coaching is still there, obviously, and you know he 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 kicks my butt when he when he needs to. But I think uh, we are two peas in the same pod here, uh, Tim. Let's put this. Um, let's go back in time a little bit. So I want and, and guys, here's what we're going to cover on this uh, interview. We're going to talk about how he has built himself back up from. Uh, where he was back in 07. We're going to talk about that in a second. I think a lot of you guys can relate to that. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about the specific things he does to generate business every day, how he does it, what he says, all the whole nine yards that you guys, the practical information we always deliver on this radio show. So you guys will walk away from the show having actual action items, hearing directly from somebody who's doing it every day. You'll know, you know, ideally you'll know what to say, how to say it, the whole nine yards, and what to do and how to do it. So, um, you know, Thomas, let's make sure we focus on providing for our well over 100,000 uh, listeners the most content we possibly can so they, too, can follow in your footsteps. Agreed? All right. Great. Sounds great. All right. So let's go back in time. Um, I'm reading the notes, uh, and you had I – mean, it, it, I think it's, it, it, it's important that people know you're not just somebody who just walked into this space and, you know, had a whole bunch of business handed to you. You, have, you lost your home back in 2007 from the market crash. You had to end up short selling it. And, you know, you were just in your early 20s then. Um, and you had, from what I'm reading here, you still had two sisters in high school at home. And you were working three jobs, you know, to help your family turn things around. So back in 07, when all that, when it seems like all those financial things were coming in around you, how did you, like, how, did you have a vision of where you would be today? 
because and the reason I'm asking that question, Thomas, the way I'm asking it, is because some people are still licking their wounds from uh, mm-hmm. what happened back in 07 and 08. They still haven't they still haven't actually you know gotten together the the plan to pull themselves back. So you know what is it that you how did you basically turn your life around to the point where you're so successful as you are today, considering where you were starting from you know seven or eight years ago. You know, I think uh, just being purposeful in 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 all areas of life, um, have it you know really building on that foundation of of uh, you know obviously business and the people around us, um, you know spiritual foundation and you know really just looking at after, after all that happened. I mean, the the really turning point for me was uh, you know I saw my mom you know in in her closet you know with you know, very, you know, uh, I'm half Filipino, so they're very prideful, you know, with their head between her knees and just bawling our eyes out because our family was losing everything. And, you know, at that point, I was like, you know what, it stops here. I'm going to be the change in this family. And so from from 2007 till now, it's just been an ongoing process of, you know, um, personal development, uh, bringing, bringing uh, other people around me who, who are successful in the areas that, you know, that I want to be successful in. And then just being an ongoing learner and just learning from their mistakes and, and from my mistakes and trying my best not to, you know, do them again. Obviously, you know, I, I'm, uh, I learn, I, I make mistakes a lot. So, I mean, I, that's something I, I, I do all the time, but I learn and then just move forward. So, you know, fast forward, you know, I was going through school and, and getting out of school and, and, you know, even though I have an MBA, you know, nobody came knocking at my door, so I knew I had to do something to to move forward. So I started, you know, network marketing and real estate. I didn't even touch my real estate license for the first six months. And, um, you know, I ended up dropping the network marketing. Uh, the first year, I think I did like three or four deals. The second year, I was, you know, barely, barely did 10. And uh, after coaching now with, you know, setting this foundation there and, you know, all the tools that you guys give us, you know, the massive action plan, the, um, I mean, just the amount of tools that you guys give us was just a spark that set everything off. Well, thank you for that. But also, there's a nice, you, mm-hmm. uh, listeners, I hope you're hearing in his voice, he has a lot of humility. And it's interesting, humility is one of the characteristics that you see in successful people across the board. Um, one of the themes of our radio show is helping you guys understand the truly devastatingly you know, nasty effect of having unbridled, unchecked ego, which is seethes through the real estate industry. But when you hear folks like Thomas who are being successful, you hear them say similar things. They're humble, they're appreciative, um, you know, and also constant learning. So somebody with a big ego doesn't learn. Somebody who thinks, you know, mm-hmm. who has an issue with their ego isn't reading. They aren't looking for information. They aren't saying things like, well, you said something very elegantly there, Thomas. You said, you know, you're, you acknowledge the fact that you make mistakes and that we all do, but then you also said something that was brilliant, and I hope our listeners caught it. You know, a smart man learns from his mistakes, a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others, and that's really the heart mm-hmm. of being a constant learner is to learn from the mistakes of others so you don't have to make their, you know, make those. You, you can make new, unique mistakes. You don't have to make the mistakes <laughs> yeah. that other people made, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, read exactly. it, I, read in, I read in the notes that you, you're a Kiyosaki. You've read his books. Those are certainly fantastic. Um, you mm-hmm. read, you, and I, you said you read lots of books. What, what other books would you say were instrumental in your, your path to your success that you're just getting started in now? 
You know what? I, I, I would say uh, um, the Kiyosaki books are kind of what I started off with. And, I mean, just, you know, T. Harv Ecker, you know, a little bit after that. Uh, Dave Ramsey, I read a um, – you know, I'm a Dave Ramsey coach, and I read a lot of his books. And, um, you know, it, it's funny. You know, with, with, with coaching, I hit, I, hit a, I hit a point where, you know, I just wasn't used to the success. And uh, it came to a point I, had, I think I had, like, almost, you know, first time I almost had 10 in, in, in escrow. And, you know, I started to get depressed. It was weird. So I, I talked to Bill, and he's like, oh, I got you. Okay, read this book. It's called The Big Leap. You know, and I think that book just really, I mean, really, really gave me a, a great perspective and, um, you know, the ceilings and, and, our, and our mindset. So that's one of the big books um, that I, well, I really highly that. recommend. Well, but talk about that, Tom, because yeah. to your credit, you were introspective enough to notice the fact that you are starting to feel really probably starting to be a little self-destructive when you were actually had 10 in contract. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You maybe you weren't comfortable with the work. Maybe you weren't comfortable with the responsibility. But mostly, probably, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you probably weren't real comfortable mm-hmm. with the amount of money you were making because you never made that much money before, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah exactly. Ha- so talk about that. That happens a lot, and people don't know it. They they railroad themselves when just when they're starting to be successful, you know, and they don't catch themselves like you did. So so talk to them like if you were had you were talking to yourself back when you were going through that learning curve. You know, um, going going through that, it was tough. I, I really going through a couple of weeks of just not feeling adequate, not feeling not feeling good enough, um, not not feeling deserving. You know, I, I made more money in in one month than I made the whole last year. You know, so uh, after that, you know, I don't know if it was, it was just the psychological reasons of my upbringing. You know, and and you know things like that, but it, it just, it really hit me hard. And, and I think the big things was, like I said, um, I just didn't feel deserving, I guess, of it. Uh, you know, no, nobody in my family has, you know, made this type of money that quick. And just because, you know, be, because of that, I mean, it was just really trying breaking out of my shell and breaking out of my comfort zone. And it was my, uh, you know, upper limit or was my, you know, trying to hold me down my my invisible ceiling it was re- really trying to hold me down so i just spoke with bill and, and i just let him know that this stuff was going on i was like why am i feeling like this why, why am i feeling you know i'm really depressed i don't want to go outside you know i want to you know go have a couple drinks i want to you know um just kind of sit at home and, and not make my calls and and uh it, it was just a really you know humbling process and, and reading that book i mean i, I think i you know, went through it three times because it was, there's just so much content in there, and it just I love that helped book. me so yep. so much. Oh yeah, the big leap, guys. So um, again, longtime listeners, really listen to what he's saying. All of us face upper limit issues, self-imposed upper limit issues. And mm-hmm. I, by the way, Thomas, I went through the exact same thing 20 <laughs> years ago because Julie and I are first year in the business. You know, we sold over 100 houses, and we'd earned just the whole situation, very similar to yours. And, yeah, I mean, it was mm-hmm. weird because we wanted people to be proud of us. We wanted to let, you know, our families know. But it was, we had, you know, it was the same exact situation. And, and I think that's when we discovered that book. But, guys, what happens is mm-hmm. if you, uh, you get to a point psychologically when you basically are starting to make money and, you know, where you're making more money than anyone you know. And you're starting to, you're starting to change internally. 
you're starting to understand some things that maybe you didn't understand before, and you see in them that they don't quite understand the fact that really, it's, you know, a lot of this success has to do with a skill set, but also the mindset that goes along with it, and you want to help them. You want to preach from the highest mountain, listen, I have the way, you know, and they're not, they're not ready for it. I mean, they might not be receptive to it, and so we start doing things to make ourselves and you heard Thomas say what he just said. He said he started, you know, not working. He started not leaving his house. He mentioned something about drinking. You know, those are the types of things that people do to railroad their success. And we do, we do that at, at different points in our lives and different points as we climb the ladder, the ladder. And, yeah, so watch out for that. That's a great book. Know that it's perfectly normal if you're experiencing those emotions, coaching clients and non-coaching clients. Uh, but now you've heard Thomas so elegantly describe how he got through it. I suggest you do the same. So how do you keep that in check now? Is that something you have to constantly monitor with yourself? How, what are some of the things that you've implemented along with, you know, learn from Bill in that book to make it so you don't railroad your own success? I mean, it's, 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 every, it's an everyday struggle because, you know, now the years have gone on. I've made, you know, three times what I normally make. You know, the half the, half the year's over, you know, and I've made three times normally what, what I made last year. So it's a constant, um, a constant daily, daily struggle to, to recognize, you know, the glass ceilings, the upper, our upper limit problems, and then just keep on pushing past them, you know, recognize them, but, you know, just keep on, just keep on keeping on, you know, just, just keep on doing the daily actions that, that we need to be doing. Um, a couple of the other books that, that Bill had me read too, that were really good were, you know, no hero or no easy day, you know, and those are oh, yeah. Navy SEALs go you know, the Navy SEALs going through, um, you know, one is, you know, uh, when they uh, took out Osama, and the other one was just, you know, just going through Navy SEAL uh, SEAL um, buds and stuff like that and the things that they had to go through and the, me- the mental barriers they had to overcome, you know. So, so reading those books really, you know, I, I read uh, all three of those kind of at the same time, and, um, you know, those really helped me too. You've seen these guys struggling with, with little things and, and all you have to look, you know, I remember, you know, in one of the books, it says all you have to look is, you know, one inch in front of you, one foot in front of you. Don't, don't look at the yep. 10 feet in front of you, you know, uh, it, you'll, you'll get there. You'll eventually get there. Just focus on the you're, one. You're, you're talking, you know, you're talking about yeah. where he's, you're talking about where he's, uh, he's basically repelling that cliff yeah, and exactly. red rock. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know. I know exactly. But so this is the reason I love yeah. coach Bill, because he's actually fully engaged with the content, you know, yeah, that's great. Well, let me give you an, let, let me give you another book, and this is a great book because, by the way, the upper limits problem, what you're describing, it actually the core of the issue is ego. I know it sounds a little counterintuitive, but it is. So, uh, mm-hmm. ego is the enemy. We've been recommending this book pretty much every day. So, definitely read or listen to that book. And listeners, you should do the same. It's really great. Um, so, okay, let's pivot. You're you're successful. You're you're con- you're acknowledge the fact that. Well, I know what you're thinking when I said that. You're probably saying, "No, dude, I'm not successful yet. I'm working on that." Because you're humble. All right, so I'll take that yeah. back. I heard you laugh. All right, so um, listeners, let's let's pivot and let's talk about what you have done. We've talked about the fact you've had to basically be constantly monitoring your mindset. We've given them some paths mm-hmm. to follow with regards to that. Now let's give them some practical information, like. Um, I'll, okay. I'll set it up for you. So one of the ways, guys, you can keep yourselves in check is by keeping to a schedule. It just schedule yourselves for the morning. Um, work up to the discipline of keeping to that schedule five days of the week. Start out one day, then Tuesdays, then three days, and you'll find yourself actually starting to crave having a schedule. And in that schedule, make sure you're you know, doing the things that matter most every single day. 
And like those mm-hmm. Navy SEAL books and like basically anything in life, putting those steps in place, even when you don't want to do it, the accumulation of pay- making all those positive moves pays off massive dividends. Um, you know, that's the essence of anybody who wants to be successful at anything. So helping mm-hmm. them along and to follow the path that you followed, any other suggestions that you would give them, things that maybe have been some uh, help that helped you to, you know, break free? You know, definitely following a schedule. Um, I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it, but, you know, I, I do my best of setting a daily schedule, blocking out the time, and then realizing that life happens. And, you know, if, if you need to move that block later in the afternoon, you know, we have, you know, uh, you know, my daughter gets sick from school. I'm not going to say, hey, I'm not going to pick her up. i got to, you know, um, you know, finish my lead calls. I'm going to go pick her up, obviously take care of her, and then finish, finish my calls in the afternoon, finish my contacts and things like that. And, you know, sometimes if, you know, if um, I would say, take, like you said, take it day by day because, you know, if, if, you, if you don't do, you know, you set your schedule and, and you, met, you don't do it one day or you don't do it another day, um, you know, you're going to start getting down on yourself. So just take it day by day. And like you said, eventually you're going to start craving, you know, the schedule. You're going to start wanting to get up and make those contacts. And it's going to be fun, you know, and you're going to be able to, you know, create great relationships out of that. That's what, that's, that's how I look at, uh, at all this stuff that, you know, the best thing just be of service and have, you know, have a good conversation, have a good uh, uh, relationship with some of the people we talk with. Well, this, the scripts, right. The outlines, the yeah. things that we, you know, mm-hmm. the, those, I have yet to speak to somebody uh, who has those mastered, who has those memorized. Oh, yeah. Honestly, guys, what, what, you know, the fact is the scripts, they're designed as mm-hmm. basically conversational uh, outlines, and we want you to internalize the scripts, then we want you to personalize mm-hmm. the scripts. And every script that we have has really, you know, depending on which script it is, there's probably five or six key things you've got to pull out. But if you do, and, and you've got to do them, generally speaking, in the right order to get the desired outcome, um, so how much, like when you're, when you're calling, when you're, you know, calling centers of influence and past clients, talking to people in your church, and we're going to talk about where he gets his business here in a second, guys. But when you do all that, how much, like, how much do you focus on pre-qualifying? How important is pre-qualifying knowing somebody's motivation to you? Oh, that's, that's absolute, you know, number one thing there, because if I, if, if I don't know what their, if I don't know what their motivation is, you know, how, how, how am I going to be able to serve them? How am I going to be able to help them? I, I just can't, so... You know, we just go through a series of questions, you know, general questions and just really being genuine and, and talking to them and finding out, you know, what, what they're looking at doing, what, how they want to, you know, where they want to go, how, you know, the time frame and, and, and things like that. So that is definitely one of the number one things is pre-qualifying. Did you always pre-qualify at the level that you do now? Oh, no way. No way. I, I, <laughs> not, 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 yeah, not at all. You know, I, and, and, and I love, uh, you know, with your training and stuff online, there's so many great nuggets in there. It's just awesome. You know, listening to this stuff online, uh, just so many, so many great nuggets in there uh, of information. Thomas, why, that, didn't that, you that I, why didn't you pre-qualify before? I mean, you're an honest, humble guy, so I assume you're going to give us an honest, humble answer, which is great. Yeah, um, but why didn't you pre-qualify before? Uh, part, part of it, I, I just didn't, didn't know how to pre-qualify people, and I, I didn't have the tools you know, to, to be able to pre-qualify them uh, correctly to pull out their, you know, to pull out their motivations. I mean, that's probably the, the biggest thing. Were you afraid to ask questions that might result in them not wanting to answer and you losing the lead? So, in other words, was the lead more important, the lead <laughs> itself more valuable to you than the actual 
uh, finding out if they're qualified or not? Yeah, you know, that, it's funny you say that. Yeah, in the beginning, that's that's absolutely right. That's that's absolutely how it was say, in the beginning. You say the beginning, Thomas, <laughs> but I promise you there's agents that have been in the yeah. business for decades that still don't. You know, guys, so here's the thing. Um, pre-qualification, I, if, you were to co- if you were to look down at the biggest differences between, you know, you before when you were struggling in real estate and you now who might sell over 100 houses this year, and no pressure, okay? <laughs> but when you, when you look at that, I bet you, I bet you it comes down to just a few integral uh, or key things. I bet you number one is you're pre-qualifying, knowing for sure if the seller has to sell or want to sell. And number two, mm-hmm. and this is the other thing that I really want to emphasize, lead follow-up. Talk about like how, wh- what's your sense of how long does it take? You know, how urgent are you on lead follow-up? Describe for the listeners how that's changed. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things I think I got a got out of coaching um, that that Bill has uh, um, told me about you guys is is just the follow up, really drilling, drilling, drilling down the follow up. And I would say honestly, you know, Tim, that alone, I mean, just the follow up has, I mean, just has increased my business dramatically. Um, the 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 systems we've set up and and how how we do it is just, uh, I mean that. Night and day, Bill, or Tim, night and day um, with the lead follow-up. I remember when I sold real estate and, and like, um, you know, we that's the one thing that Julie and I always did really well. We used 800 Home Hotline. We always did great lead follow-up. But, you know, I remember standing literally in the kitchen on, like, Easter at, like, you know, 7 o'clock in the evening <laughs> And having you know, and getting a lead through 800 Home Hotline, and calling that person back, and having them just be flabbergasted, and that turned out to be like a guy that was relocating with his, and he was relocating like four other executives, and just oh, that wow. one lead follow-up call. Yeah, well, the best part was there was all really high sale price. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> he ended up he ended up buying like a million dollar house, and just the whole thing was just incredible. Um, but yeah, just from that urgent lead follow-up and that's, you know, that's the balance mm-hmm. of real estate. Cause here I was describing you guys calling on Easter evening and the rest of it, but <laughs> you don't, you know, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to, but the reality of it is, is urgent lead follow-up is one of the most important mm-hmm. things. So, so we're going to talk about what you do for lead generation in a second, but listeners, listen, um, obviously you're interested in having the success that Thomas has enjoyed. I'm going to make it really simple for you. Just fill out that form. It's on your mobile device. It's on your, you know, it's on your uh, iPhone or whatever. Scroll down, name, email address, phone number. Just by completing that form, we're going to send you those six free books, no strings attached. Someone from our office will call you back right away, answer any questions about the coaching program. Um, and the best thing about it in Real Estate Coaching Essentials, it's only $99 a month. Everyone is approved, so you're already pre-approved. There's no payment for the first 30 days. You get four semi-private coaching calls per month. You get one private coaching call per month. You get all the information that Thomas is using that we're describing and talking about today. So go ahead and fill out that form, guys. It takes you two seconds. You'll get those six links to those digital books sent to you. Uh, and then, boom, bada, bang, you meet a coaching client. Pretty straightforward. So let's talk about lead generation. Let's talk about what you're doing. What are the three things? If you could only get down to three things, and that's it. Just three things to generate leads. What would they be? Three things. I would say, honestly, the, the <laughs> biggest, obviously, center of influence. Um, you know, we have a large uh, a CrossFit community. So, you know, as as uh, as crazy as that sounds, that that's actually been a really good spoke of mine. Um, and and past clients. Those are the probably the the, the biggest three that I've seen uh, most of my business come from. Is uh, those three avenues. So say those so three again. I, 
Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I do CrossFit, so go to the gym, you know, going, going to the gym and exercising. So through that, just networking with people there, uh, sphere of influence, and past clients. Okay, cool. So yeah. I want everyone to hear what he just described. <laughs> All of those things are free, cost nothing. The dude's going to sell, yeah. I mean, probably 100 houses this year. He's relatively new in the business. Are you guys putting the pieces together? Now, when you're doing your CrossFit or you're doing your – I know you also participate in stuff at your church and things of that nature. So, uh-huh. you know, you obviously – you seem to me like someone who's naturally not – or you're more introverted, I'm guessing, or you're just nervous right now. I'm not sure which. Um, so was, <laughs> was, going up and, was going up and having conversations with people something that happened organically, or did you have to work up the, you know, the skill set and the mindset to be able to do that? No, I would say the conversations would be um, organically, but I, I would say asking for business and, and um, you know, asking for referrals was definitely painstaking at the beginning, you know, just because it was just not natural. It was, I just didn't, you know, it just didn't feel natural to me uh, doing that. So, but, but now, but now. Yeah, but Thomas, let's um, go back, okay? Yeah. How did you break through that? Um, you know what? It's uh, hard to remember, isn't it? Honestly, yeah, you know, it is. You know, well, honestly, with with coaching, you know, you really, you know, just really have to, you know, we make commitments to to do a certain amount of contacts every week, and and it was just accountability. honestly just accountability. Yeah. yeah, the accountability is definitely the biggest. Just day day by day, just not thinking, not thinking, and just really organically looking for to be service and just making a relationship there, and seeing if there's anything well, there. Let, let's drill um, down. But Thomas, let's yeah. drill down, okay? I, we have to give the, okay. we have to really, you know, that's the reason we have so many listeners is because they know we're going to give them real usable information. It, gotcha, I get gotcha. what you're saying. It totally happens organically. Mm-hmm. The fact is you do it now without thinking. Uh, that's the reason mm-hmm. it's hard for you to remember back what you did. But let's just describe, <laughs> you're not, so just, I'll, I'll make, I think I'll set it up for you. Guys, he's not All walking right. into his CrossFit training class or his church and standing up on a chair and saying, hello, I'm so-and-so, I'm a realtor, and how, let's, what's going to it's a great time to buy, it's a great time to sell. That's not what he's doing at all. What he's doing is he's going into, he's participating with groups of people that he already has something in common with. He already, he already has the CrossFit thing in common. He already has, you know, the other things that are in common. And then he's having nice, natural, organic conversations with these folks. Oh, what do you do? Oh, you're a teacher at the high school. What do you do? I sell real estate. There is not a person on the face of the earth, at least in the United States, who does not want to talk about real estate. <laughs> Never right. exists. That's so right. the, next, the next thing that happens is you start building these relationships and then you, you do get to the point where you can ask direct questions like, hey, by the way, mm-hmm. who do you know that I should be helping? Who do you know that's maybe having trouble selling their house? Or do you know of anyone that's thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping? Guys, every single one of you listening, 114,000 of you listening right now, can ask that question. And do you have any other techniques and things that work for you, Thomas? Those are the, honestly, that's, that's what works for me. Um, that's exactly what I do. You described it to the T. That's exactly um, what I do. <laughs> well, it's because you learned it from one of our coaches, so that's how I kind of knew. That's right. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. So uh, moving – all right, next, let's talk about what it is specifically that you are uh, – where, where do you see right now that you should be focusing you get the most bang for the buck? Where in your business right now 
are you focused that you know will give you like the best return on your investment of time? Um, as far as the spokes, Tim, or um, spoke. Right, let's talk about spokes. What do you mean by spokes? Well, uh, in coaching, you know, we, you guys set us up uh, all, with a almost a wagon wheel or a tire type of thing, and uh, what you you guys set us up with uh, different different spokes. Meaning, you know, the, the the more spokes you have on a on a tire, you know, the 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 stronger the tire is going to be you know, the bicycle tire. So if you have one spoke, you know, meaning one uh, lead generation source for your business, if you only have one, then obviously your, your, your tire is going to be weak. Your, your uh, business is going to be weak. So I know you're you, close. Yeah, wheel, yeah. And so you guys just have a set us, uh, set us up uh, with 20, you know, six, seven, or eight, eight of those. And so mine are, you know, past clients, you know, REO, FISBOs, Sphere of Influence, uh, CrossFit, and Church. So those are where I'm, you know, my spokes that I'm constantly, you know, putting my time and effort into. And my big, my big three were just past clients, you know, CrossFit and Sphere of Influence are where I've spent most of my time, um, most of my time and energy and, you know, generating leads. So I want to point something out again. Those things don't cost you, Jack. So you're going to, you know, yeah. you've already done 60-some deals. You know, you're going to do – well, I mean, I, I keep on saying it. What is your goal this year? How many houses are you and Bill scheduled to have you sell? No, we're uh, we're on but track to do about 62. My, my goal is 62. Okay. We're on track. We're over halfway and, uh, you know, about halfway the year. So we're, we're, we're looking okay. Oh, I thought I you'd done – okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, – I must have read it wrong. I thought you'd done 62. You're tracking to do 62. Sorry. That's all right. 62 yeah. still doesn't suck in your market. Still fantastic money. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, guys, uh, he did not say – he did not ask you to do any complicated mailers or do any buying leads of leads. He did not suggest that you do anything other than what you already do. You guys go to church and talk to people already. You guys go to, you know, gym and you talk to people already, or at least you should. All he does is he does it with the intentional everyday goal of having a certain number of contacts. So when he goes to gym, when he goes to church, when he goes to there and there have a place, he has a specific – how many contacts do you have to make a day? What's your plan? Uh, 10 to 15 a day. Okay, there it is. So how often do you not do 10 to 15 contacts a day? Oh, man, I mean very rare, very rare. There you go. That's I don't cool. do 10 to 15. So when – so, listeners, there it is. That's his business plan. And um, the spokes, here's the interesting thing. Uh, his spokes are different groups of sexually social networks, which is pretty freaking awesome. I mean, <laughs> if the, cross, the CrossFit group is always changing, well, he's going to get to know those people. And so he can go mm-hmm. over and, you know, he goes from one thing to the other. And you schedule, I'm sure, you, you and Bill have created a schedule, you know, where you're mm-hmm. going to be doing this activity at this time, this activity. Someone could probably, from the outside, not knowing what you do, look at your schedule and think that you were basically a very, uh, you were retired and just living this life of just doing what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it. They wouldn't know that, you know, going to the gym is actually part of your job, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's true. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is that some of the most successful agents that we've ever coached, uh, that's primarily how they get their business. Very, very few of them actually, at least the ones that have big net profits, because, guys, when he makes a dollar, he's probably keeping damn near 80 cents, 90 cents maybe. So, you know, before taxes. So, yeah, that's it. And you just have to be willing to go out there and do the things you already like doing and have conversations and hold yourself accountable to a specific number. I mean, you know, I'm not oversimplifying it, am I? 
Thomas? No, no, you're not. You're not. And that's, that's honestly, that's, that's exactly what it is, you know, on an everyday, everyday basis. And, you know, Tim, to, to tell you the truth, you know, before, you know, before I decided to, to, to start coaching, I interviewed, you know, about three, three different companies for coaching. And, you know, go, going through this, you know, with you guys, you know, I, I think on one of your calls, I just, I, I loved it that, I, I think it was you, you were, uh, um, Julie, you guys were talking about, you had a client and they were, they were a golfer and uh, they, they saw that a lot of their business came from golfing and they did another coaching system, which had them do a bunch of other stuff and their business went down dramatically. And so when they went, I think it was Julie, you know, went back and said, Hey, you know what, we, this is where your business was less focused on that. You know, his business went right back up. And I said, that's, that's exactly what I want. I don't want to be put in a box. Um, you know, I don't want to be put, um, I don't want, uh, I don't want to go into a coaching where, where the coaches aren't in the trenches, uh, like we are, you know, I want, I want a coach that's, you know, in the, in the market, in the trenches so that, you know, when I, when I want to scream or when I, when I get angry or frustrated, you know, they know exactly what I'm going through and I'm able to, you know, they don't put me in a box. I don't have to do these specific things. I'm able to still, you know, do my scripts, still, you know, make my contacts but still do it in a way that's unique to me. And you, you guys, your, your coaching, Bill, Bill's been amazing at it. Um, he, you know, I couldn't ask for a better coach. I'm, I'm very happy, very blessed to be able to, to have him as a coach. And, and uh, this whole system, I'm just, man, I'm, I'm very, very impressed. And, you know, I'm glad I took the leap. I was so scared. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I was so scared. But I'm, I'm super thankful and, uh, that I took the leap for uh, coaching with you guys. Well, I can't think of a better way to end the radio show. I appreciate it. Honestly, I do. And uh, uh, Thomas and all of our other coaching clients, thank you for the honor of being your coach. I mean, it is a huge, uh, it, it, unbelievably rewarding to hear what you just said and, and to be mm-hmm. and to know that we're, you know, it, it, albeit it's maybe small, part of you getting your family back, you know, where you guys mm-hmm. were before and helping your mom to feel confident again. I mean, all the things you said mm-hmm. and, you know, spending time with your, your, your daughter and all these things matters a ton to Julie and I and all of our coaches, you know, and that's what truly drives us, the motivation from, mm-hmm. you know, to help you guys, and, and especially people like you, Thomas, because you get it. Bill gets it, you know. We're here to mm-hmm. serve. That's our highest and truest purpose is to be of service to other mm-hmm. people, to, you know, get to the point where we're making a contribution on a regular basis. And here's the miraculous thing. When you actually have that mindset of service and when you are a humble, constant learner like you are, Thomas, um, you know, and you do hold yourself accountable to a schedule, you do hold yourself accountable to minimum standards every day, the business really does become fun. And almost it, it becomes easy. I mean, easy in the sense that it's, we're not asking you guys to, you know, figure out crazy algorithms to launch rocket ships. I mean, you know, guys, every single one of you, no matter what your age, no matter what the price range, no matter what the market, every one of you guys can do this at a higher level. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Real estate is definitely a blessing when it's done right. It's a huge curse if you are stuck mm-hmm. in the paradigm of, you know, buying leads and all these other crazy things that agents do just to think because they don't realize they have alternatives that are less stressful and most importantly, much, much more profitable. So Thomas, listen, I sincerely mm-hmm. appreciate you being a coaching client. And I appreciate you being my co-host today on the radio. Oh, great, Tim. Thank you guys so much uh, for, for this opportunity. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Listeners, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks, Thomas. All right. Thank you. 
This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.